You're listening to the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast with Monica Woodhams. Influencer Girl Lifestyle is all about connecting you with top entrepreneurs, influencers, and celebrities who are sharing their secrets to living the influencer life behind the Instagram filters. So get ready to learn the ins and outs about influence, some girl talk, from dating to shopping for Gucci belts, and of course, the all-too-frequent debate over mimosas versus Bloody Marys at brunch. Here's your host and go-to for all things influencer lifestyle, Monica Woodhams. Hey, y'all. I'm here today with Elizabeth Hugan. She's the blogger and content creator over at Lizzie and Lace. Lizzie and Lace is an online destination for millennials to feel inspired by all things feminine and pretty and is dedicated to creating positivity and happiness while encouraging women to add little sparkle to their day through colorful and chic fashion, beauty, and travel posts. So welcome, Elizabeth. Hi. Hi. <laughs> So glad that you're on today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course. I'm excited to talk blogging, talk, you know, being an influencer, and of course, some personal style. So it'll be fun. (laughs) So let's kick it off with a little this or that if you are up for it. Sure. Okay. Early riser or night owl? Okay, I'm usually an early riser, but lately a little bit of both. (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny. I was talking to someone on the podcast yesterday, and they've always been an early riser, and they said lately, somehow, like, that's, like, turned off. Yeah, I think it's a workload thing. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Tea or coffee? Oh, tea. I'm not a coffee drinker. (laughs) I wish I was. (laughs) What kind of tea do you like? Oh, I love um, anything, like green tea mostly. I'm drinking Mm -hmm. some right now, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I love green tea. Are you into the matcha thing? I haven't tried it, actually. (laughs) Is it good? Uh, Acquired taste. Acquired taste, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I get it with honey because it's a little too bitter for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so pro tip. Okay, I'll have to try that. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. Podcasts or books? Oh, gosh. I love both because for my other job, I travel all the time, so I listen to podcasts in my car, but I really love like just reading a book and kind of escaping from real life in that. Yeah, totally. And I think it it's always so nice just to have that like physical yes. book that you're holding. There's something <laughs> kind of like cozy about it and just like... And- it's easier to read. I'm one of those people that I'm like convinced my eyes hurt just looking at a screen <laughs> for like 30 seconds a day. Me too. I don't even have like a Kindle or anything. I just have all my books and they take up so much space, but I just love them. <laughs> I know it's true. <laughs> um, okay. I think I know the answer to this one, but would you say colorful wardrobe or a neutral wardrobe? Okay. Both. Like, yeah. Together, like pastel. So just combine them. <laughs> yes. But probably like more colorful. I just love color like it speaks to me and it makes me feel alive but I do love like my creams and light grays and those kind of neutrals <laughs> totally mimosa or bloody mary mimosa love it and then the last one is takeout or cooking oh gosh uh probably cooking I love like a home-cooked meal <laughs> what do you love to cook uh, anything. Mexican food, hamburgers, mm. pasta, <laughs> anything. I made quesadillas last night Ooh. with bison meat. Ooh. It was so good. Was it? I've been wanting to try that. <laughs> yeah. It was one of those kits. It wasn't Blue Apron. It was like a local uh, to one where I live. But yeah, I was like, 
this is actually really delicious. I was really nervous how it was going to turn out, but Ooh, so I good. To, I need to try that. You've convinced me. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, love a good quesadilla any, any day. So let's dive into your story and, you know, the founding of Lizzie and Lace. So if you can kind of take us back to 2015 or even maybe a little bit before that, when you were in the process of launching Lizzie and Lace, where did this idea come from? Where did the inspiration to really put yourself out there in this way come from? Okay, well... My story is really unique, and it's kind of long. <laughs> um, You're good. Go for okay. it. Okay. <laughs> so um, I have a really extensive background in fashion design. Like, that is what I've wanted to be since I was literally, like, five years old. Like, I would draw figures and clothing, and I would even um, hand-sew clothing for, like, my Barbies <laughs> and, <laughs> and my stuffed animals. And even for me, like, I wore my own clothes. Oh, my uh, gosh. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, that's just always been a really big part of me, and I just always love to draw. I love to draw people. And so in high school, um, I was babysitting, and I would buy clothing like you know from the clearance rack because you know I'm a high schooler so I don't have that much money and everyone's always like oh my gosh where did you get this outfit like where do you get all of these items and so I just noticed that a lot of people liked the way I styled things also and so after high school um, my parents got a divorce and we moved away and it was kind of like a really tough time in my life I was working three jobs I mean I had just graduated and I was working like so much. I was going to school full time because that was really important to me to have an education. And at one point, um, I didn't have a place to live. So it was extremely stressful. Like I was just so, I just didn't know like what was going to happen. You know, when you're kind of in a bad situation, you never know when you're going to get back out of that. And so, um, anyway, so I finished up my schooling and I decided to go to fashion school and there's this school up um, in Sacramento and I had some family up there and so I was like you know I'm gonna go up there I um, know people up there it'll be great it turned out to be a scam no <laughs> yes I'm <gasps> so serious and it was so awful because I saved up all of this money to move up there. It was, um, I think it was like 2008. So, you know, the big recession, I couldn't find a job. I was living off my savings account. I had this crazy, insane roommate. Like, it was just an awful, awful time in my life. And so um, I found out about all of this, like, um, how the degree, I was going for a bachelor's degree, but it was equivalent to like a certificate. So it didn't really hold any weight. I couldn't transfer any of my classes. And so I was like, heck no. (laughs) (laughs) So I moved down, um, back to where I lived and paid off all my loans. And it was so awful. Like cried every time I paid. And, um, I still wanted to pursue it. Like I didn't give up. I, um, looked into other schools. I applied for Cal State Long Beach, which at the time it was really hard to get in, but I did get in for their fashion program. And then I also got in for Finham and for Otis, which is, um, like prestigious. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. You know, I went, I went, I went to Loyola Marymount. So I was down the street. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great, great school. And, um, it just worked out to where, I couldn't go down there. Like I would have had to drive two hours each way every day for classes. And I was willing to do that. But at that time, I just wasn't able to make it work. So I went to school at the local Cal State um, in my town. Yeah, they didn't have a fashion program. So 
I discovered sculpture class and <laughs> I decided to make dresses out of everyday items because, you know, I'm a poor college student. <laughs> so I just found things like from around the house, like newspaper, toilet paper, wire, um, foil, pretty much anything I could get my hands on. And I made these beautiful wearable dresses. Um, and everyone called me the dress girl, <laughs> like the girl with the paper dresses. And so that's kind of like where I got my experience in um, more like designing because I really wanted to pursue that more. And so I, of course, had my figure drawing classes, too. And so I developed that skill as well. And then um, after I graduated, I was working at a doctor's office at the time and I was about to get married. And I got um, laid off from my job. <laughs> and it was like a month before we got married. Uh, we just got an apartment. And so we paid for our own wedding. And it was just so stressful because now I don't have a job. And then, you know, my husband's job, like, we didn't know if he would be able to pay for, like, all the bills. And it was just crazy. And so um, that's really when I discovered blogging. I mean, I read blogs before that, like, in college. And I even made my own blog, like, before. It was, like, a secret blog, and I didn't I had tell. Too, yeah. Did you? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, secret blog. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was so embarrassed. So, I, I didn't. <laughs> I, it was, like, 2012. I didn't tell anyone, like, not even my husband, you know. <laughs> and he, like, found it one day, and he's, like, what is this Lizzie and Lace? And I'm, like. Oh my god, it's nothing. <laughs> like, it's a mirage. Like, it's not <laughs> anything. And so I deleted it immediately. Like, <laughs> it was awful. It had like mirror pictures and, you know, like iPhone. Like, it was just, it was so bad. And so um, from there, like, I just always had this thought in the back of my mind, like, start the blog, start the blog, start the blog. But I was like, no, like, I'm too busy, blah, blah, blah. And so during this time, um, when I didn't have a job, I was just really immersing myself in blogs. Like, I was just reading them day and night. And I just thought it was incredible that, you know, these girls, like, normal girls could share their style with the world. And I mean, it wasn't even about, like, getting paid or opportunities back then. It was just really about sharing your style. And so fast forward six months later, um, my husband, he was like, oh, you should be a substitute teacher. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I am not, like, a teacher type. And so I did it anyway, and I ended up subbing for four years. And um, it was, you know, I was a full-time sub. I was driving out of town all the time. Meanwhile, I also have a business teaching guitar. So I was working so many hours, and um, – it was just crazy. So, like, I didn't really have time for anything, like, not even myself. And I just really cre craved that creativity. And so, a few years later, I started my blog again. It was 2015, <laughs> about a year into my subbing. And um, I really just went full force into it. Like, I did so much research beforehand because I wanted to do it right this time. And so I recruited my little sister to take my photos. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, just take these photos for me. Like, <laughs> and she did it. And, um, yeah, that's like how it began. And then from there, um, she moved away and then recruited my husband temporarily. But then he ended up actually liking taking the photos, like, um, really interested in it. And that's the like, dream. That's yeah. the blogger dream. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy because he is 
so not artistic at all. Like, he's sporty and, like, you know, into the gym, but he is not artsy. But he's like, this photo thing is, like, kind of cool. I love that. Yeah, I have to fight with him sometimes to take my pictures. But But he's great, and he has really um, developed his skill. I mean, I think we both have, and... That's just my story. Like, <laughs> I love that. I yeah, love it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I can totally relate because I had the secret t- blog too in it, I think like 2010, 2011-ish. Mm-hmm. And I did the same thing. I deleted it because par- <laughs> partially because I was like kind of like, okay, well, I'm not telling anyone about this anyway because I'm kind of embarrassed. Plus, yeah. like... I want to focus on my career because at the time I didn't think that could even be a career. Mm-hmm. And then in 2015, same, I relaunched my blog too. So <laughs> oh, it's so awesome. funny. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love that. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Blogging <laughs> twins. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So once you decided to go, you know, really take the time, do this well, really do it differently the second time around in a way. Mm -hmm. What do you think from there attributed to the growth of your blog? Well, a lot of things. I worked my butt off. (laughs) I mean, I am not kidding when I was like, I was on my phone all hours of the day, like, you know, commenting on blogs and trying to create um, this relationship with other bloggers and um, with my readers. Like I would reach out to bloggers and just be like, Hey, I just wanted to introduce myself. And back then, um, I don't know if it's still around, but there is like IFB, I think. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was on is there. Is it around? I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> but I was on there and I would just like follow people and then I would email them and be like, Oh, you know, I'm a blogger, blah, blah, blah. And like, we would exchange links. And from there, like, I still have friends that I made through that. And we still follow each other. And it's really amazing, like, the connections you can make. And, yeah. And then, um, you know, I just really worked hard on developing, like, the photography. And because it, it wasn't good. I mean, I'm still working on it. But, like, it has really taken a lot of time to develop that and learn that skill. And just to kind of find who I am and my branding and what I want to share with everyone. Um, It's kind of like a journey and you find these things out along the way. So it wasn't like an overnight thing, but it all comes with time. I think that's true for everyone. Yeah. I think one thing that you said really resonates in that you made an effort to, you know, immerse yourself in the community piece of blogging and get to know people. And I think that sometimes when people are frustrated that people aren't, you know, they're not getting traffic to their blog or to their Instagram or whatever it is that they're trying to grow. Mm -hmm. One of the things is, well, are you, you know, communicating with other people? Are you reaching out to other people? And a lot of times the answer is no. Exactly. So, so is that one thing that like, would you say like, that's something that's still a really important component to how you run your blog? Definitely. I think that creating a community and really keeping that contact open, that is huge. Like with everything with brands and with um, other bloggers and with your readers, like I, I respond to every single comment. I always comment, you know, on other people's Instagrams and I respond to my DMs and my emails. Like I just always keep that communication open and 
a lot of times I get um, aspiring bloggers like sending me emails and DMs, like asking for advice and stuff. And so I take the time and I actually help them. Like, you know, I know a lot of people, they kind of just push that aside, but I mean, no one did that for me. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, any way to help out other people, because I know what it's like to have that dream and to have that passion and how hard it can be to, um, you know, make that become a reality. So I really do think that it's really, really important to keep that communication open. And because, I mean, if you do not have that connection with other people, how do you expect them to come to your blog and comment? Like, how do you mm -hmm. expect them to come over and read and to like your pictures? Like, they're not going to do that if you're not doing it for them. You have to support other people so that they support your dreams too. Absolutely. It has to be so much bigger than you. Exactly. It's not all about you. It's about everyone as a whole. Absolutely. So when it comes to your blog, and then let's also put Instagram in the mix here, <laughs> how do you balance, you know, cultivating a community on both? Um, it's hard because, you know, I, I recently just stopped my subbing job, but I do still have my other business. And so I work like upwards of 16 hours a day between that and the blog. But I do carve out that time in my schedule. Like I literally have <laughs> a time slot that says, you know, comment on blogs or <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Like I really just carve that time out because otherwise it's so easy to kind of get lost in the mix of, you know, the everyday routine and trying to get things done. But you really do have to make that a priority. Absolutely. What is like a really important reason to you to like keep your blog up and running, keep it growing when a lot of people are like, peace out blog, I'm going to focus on Instagram. Um, for me, I, I think it's important to have your own platform. I mean, everyone yes. says this, but like, you know, Instagram can be gone tomorrow. <laughs> and <Yep. laughs> I know we've all spent all this money and all this time trying to grow our following and blah, blah, blah but you don't own it. Like Instagram owns it. And so your blog, like I recently just switched over from blogger to WordPress and I don't know why I didn't do it before, but like you have to be so careful about where you put your content because even on blogger, like blogger can shut down mm -hmm. and your blog is gone. So I think it's really important to have your own website to where you can do anything on it. And if anything happens, you always have that to fall back on. And I find that my most loyal followers and readers are on the blog. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like you put pressure on yourself to convert your Instagram followers to be blog followers or you kind of just trust that the right people will go where they need to be? Yeah. Um, you know, I used to try to convert them, but now I think they're two different platforms and the people they, um, they come to each platform for different reasons. Like for my blog, I find that it's, um, you know, an audience like around my age, maybe a little bit older, and they are more interested in reading things and they're more interested in maybe shopping things and seeing more pictures and learning more about me. But for Instagram, my audience is younger and they just want it like really quick. They just want to see your picture. They um, just want inspiration. So it's really for different, different things. So the key there is like, know your audience, know why they're using the platform in different ways so that you can maximize how you use each platform. 
Exactly. I think that once you tap into your audience and you know who they are and what they want from you, from each platform, then you're going to be more successful on that platform. Yeah, that is massive advice. (laughs) It's so true. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we try to force like what we saw work in one place and try to force that everywhere else. But, you know, each platform really was created for different reasons. Exactly. And another thing, like um, what you were saying about forcing it to happen, like what you do may be different than what someone else does. Like it's not always going to be a one size fits all. Like say you do something and it works for you. If I do the same thing, it may not work for me. So Um, you know, doing things through trial and error and trying to grow and learn from certain things will be um, more helpful than if you were to do what everyone else is doing. (laughs) Totally. That's a really good point. And so on that note, what do you do to kind of, you know, maybe trying different strategies out without getting caught up in, I'm doing this just because right now that's what everyone's talking about doing? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I do a lot of things. Um, I really just concentrate on me. Um, I used to look at other bloggers and be like, oh, they're doing this. Oh, they're selling um, from this brand. Oh, you know, I have to do that too. They're doing these types of pictures. And once I removed myself from that and started to concentrate on me, what do I like? What do I want? What does my audience want to see? What is my brand? What am I trying to share with my audience? That's when the breakthrough really happened. Like, you know, I take my pictures in a certain way. I use certain um, colors. I wear certain pieces. And that is all me. And I haven't seen a lot of other people that do the same thing. And so for me, I think that makes me stand out more because I'm not doing the same thing as everyone else. And yeah, I may not, um, you know, get the same opportunities as everyone else, but I feel like I'm more unique and that my path is going to be a little bit more different and it's going to mean more to me because it's it's all me. Right. Well, and I think a really interesting point on that too is a lot of times people get caught up in the industry being oversaturated, right? Yes. But it's only oversaturated if everyone's trying to copy each other. Exactly, exactly. Like, yeah, there's a lot of people, but I have seen some amazing like newer bloggers um, that have an interesting point of view and... I mean, like, there is just room for everyone, but you have to be different. I think that that is really important. You have to be unique. You have to stand out, and you have to do things a different way. Like, think of it in different terms. If everyone's doing this, then think of how you can do it differently and how you can stand out to brands and to your readers and um, to other bloggers, too. Definitely, and I think it's also important to remember that we all do have that unique thing that we can bring to the table. I think, you know... It's easy to think, oh, every idea is taken or or even like I just want to be a lifestyle blogger and talk about (laughs) everything, you know, but it's it's almost like a personal development exercise in a way Mm -hmm. to kind of unpeel the layers of like what makes you unique. Yeah. And, you know, um, every now and then, like I kind of check in with myself like every month or two and make sure that I'm staying on brand with myself and I'm being true to my audience. And so I think it's really important to um, check in with yourself every once in a while and just kind of answer those personal questions like, why are you doing this? What do you want from this? What are you giving to your audience? Because it's not all about you. Like your audience has to receive something from it. So you have to really think about why you are doing this and why you keep doing it, even if 
you don't get comments, even if you don't get page views, even if you're not getting paid, like why do you keep doing it? You have to have a purpose and a why. Absolutely. And that's what's going to get you through those really stressful days that instead of a 16 hour day, it turns into like a, like a 20 hour day and you literally <laughs> yeah. get four hours of sleep. <laughs> yes, that like, was last night. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so, okay. On that, speaking of that, like how do you prevent burnout? Oh my gosh. It is so hard because I, I'm a workaholic, but same. Um, you are so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not alone. No. <laughs> oh man. Um, so I really like try to stick to my schedule. I mean, it's it's hard because sometimes, you know, things come up that are not planned and you have to work around that. But I stick to a schedule as best as I can and I just try to like organize myself as best as I can, even though it's hard sometimes. But what's really helped me is that whenever my husband gets home, my phone goes away. Yes, so no phone, that is husband time, we watch Netflix, we eat dinner, we talk about our day, and then once he goes to bed, then I can do my work. And so I like having that time to myself and um, to spend with him because otherwise, you know, I don't have that. And so that's kind of something I look forward to during the day because otherwise I'm just working, working, working. But I think that you have to have those special moments for yourself and you have to have hobbies too like I play music so um you know I'll take a break and I'll play some guitar or I'll go take a walk or I'll go to a yoga class so I think you just have to carve out time for yourself yeah I think and it also probably has to be something that excites you or else you'll just be like oh I'm not gonna go to that okay on that note Okay, for everyone out there that wants to be a blogger, um, you have to be so passionate about this. Like, I got an email the other day, and the girl's like, how do I get free stuff? And I'm like, girl, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, girl, no. Like, that is not what it's all about. And she's like, oh, did they just send it to you, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, you're missing the point here. Like, if you want to be a blogger, you have to work so hard for free, not getting free stuff, like just shooting things that you have, but you have to want it. You have to be passionate. And that's why you have to have a reason why you're doing this. Like it's totally. a lot of work. <laughs> and for every like really cool free product you get, there's a lot of free product that just is like, I, this is just taking up space in my room right now. Oh like, my God. You would not believe. <laughs> my husband, he's always like, what are these boxes of things things get interesting yes and nothing is free there are strings attached so exactly (laughs) exactly it's so true Mm -hmm. and yeah like you I try to kind of use this podcast as a platform to kind of unveil that blogging really is hard work and even like on snapchat I kind of use I don't know what I'm doing on Snapchat right now, honestly. I re-downloaded it three weeks ago, and I'm like... I don't even know how to use it, really. Oh, you want the update? Don't even try. It makes no sense. But I will literally, like, just, you know... Do, like post the goofiest things of like behind the scenes as a blogger like I had like this just the random things that I'm like how 
Oh, okay. So yesterday I was going to take a bath and <laughs> I was so exhausted. And on Instagram, I posted like a picture of the bathtub and it mm-hmm. looked like, you know, I was going to have like this, this luxurious evening in. <laughs> and the truth is I was laying on the bathroom floor with a towel as a pillow, just laying there. <laughs> I was so tired. Oh my gosh. That sounds just like me. <laughs> But on Snapchat, I was like, this is everyone on Instagram right now thinks I'm like living the life of luxury, but really I'm on the ground and walking to the bathtub feels like the most ambitious thing I'm going to do all day. I totally need to start like sharing stuff like that. Right. I, but, it, but it's interesting because it's like, okay, right now on snapchat i feel like i can be vulnerable like that Mm -hmm. but it's like why don't i feel yet like i can post that on instagram Mm -hmm. see and then that's where i feel like the personal development piece comes in same (laughs) here (laughs) do you so with that like do you feel like there's some things that you can't post on instagram or maybe second guess yourself about posting well okay i'm a perfectionist and so i just like everything to be like you know, perfect, like my pictures and everything. And so it's hard for me to post like one where I'm making a crazy face. Well, I mean, I did like my own dance party the other day. (laughs) And they seem to enjoy that. And it was just like, you know, me dancing. But um, when it comes to more personal things, I find that that's really hard to share. Like I have been sharing more on my blog. And I find that my audience really likes that because it's more relatable. And it's, you know, it's not perfect. Like life is not perfect. My life is not perfect. And it just kind of shows that. But on Instagram, it's a little bit different because I'm terrified of Instagram stories. Like, (laughs) I don't know why, but I hate talking on there. Like, I'm just not one of those people that just talks on my phone. Like, hey guys, what's up? And so (laughs) like, I just don't know what to share because my day-to-day life is just me like working And so it's not really that interesting. And I just, I don't know what to share. And then like, what if you cross the line? Like, how much is too much to share? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Totally. I go, yeah, same, same mind here. (laughs) You're right. Like, it's like, okay, how many times can I just take a picture of my laptop? Exactly. (laughs) Because that's literally what I'm doing. Like, I don't want them to get bored, but then I don't want them to be like, you never share anything with us. Right. So I don't know, like, what the perfect balance is. I'm still trying to find that. Right. Well, and the truth is, like, the people who are following you, like, they want to see that. They want to see, like, what it takes for you to even, like, get this up and running and going on a day-to-day basis, I think. I think we don't give ourselves enough credit sometimes. I know. And that's the craziest thing to me. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, I'm not that cool. <laughs> I'm just a girl that loves dresses. Like, <laughs> but you know, um, you are so right. Like, you are so right. I think because I follow people too, and I want to see like behind the scenes of their everyday life, and so I need to do that too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, okay, let's kind of take a turn here because I do want to talk about personal style and make sure we get that in. So when it comes to personal style, obviously you have really defined that for yourself. Mm -hmm. And from like your story, it sounds like that, you know, that's something that you've been developing for quite some time, being known as the dress girl and all of that. (laughs) So for you, though, do you feel the pressure to 
always stay within the, you know, the realm of what people know you as? Yes and no. Um, Yes, because sometimes I just want to wear something a little bit different, but it doesn't go with my feed. And surprisingly, like my more casual outfits don't do as well as my dressy ones. (laughs) So I'm like, what do you guys want from me? Like, (laughs) but, um, at the same time, my style, that's really who I am. Like these outfits, these are outfits that like I create and I really wear them. Like these are, that's me. (laughs) But yes, I feel like with my style and my Instagram, like my branding is so niche and it's so specific that sometimes I feel like I can't share other things like iPhone photos no it just doesn't work Mm -hmm. yeah like you know a jeans and a t-shirt like it just doesn't work and so I don't know I'm trying to expand a little bit more but that's where I am (laughs) yeah no I love the honesty with that because I mean I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who like you know, they're kind of working through the same thing. So Mm -hmm. I love that. And then as far as someone who's trying to figure out their personal style, Mm -hmm. what advice do you have for them when, you know, maybe they just, they've been wearing the same thing. They're stuck in a rut. It doesn't feel like them. Maybe it feels like even a high school version of themselves. What Mm -hmm. advice do you have? okay, go to Pinterest (laughs) and make a board. Like just start collecting photos. It doesn't even have to be outfits, just like inspiration of things you like. So for me, um, my ideal Pinterest board would be like lots of flowers, um, pretty pastel colors, maybe some romantic shots. And that really defines my style. It's romantic. It's whimsical. It's feminine. Maybe for someone else, that means, like, lots of beach shots. Maybe that means, like, braided hair and long dresses and, you know, maybe a more bohemian style or maybe, like, a more sporty style. So I think that you can find out a lot about yourself and your personal style through the images that you like and through the things that you're drawn to. And so I think that helps. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And also... So once you do that, so like, let's say you look at your Pinterest board and you're like, whoa, I didn't even realize I gravitated towards that color. Uh How do you work through the, okay, I've never worn that color before. How am I going to find like this confidence to even like go out and buy that? Because am I actually even going to wear it? Well, I think you should wear whatever you want. (laughs) I will say... Okay, I live in a town where everyone's very conservative, and they all dress the same way. It's all, it's very casual, like, people go to the store in their pajamas, and that is not me. (laughs) I, I stick out like a sore thumb, I love being made up, I love dressing up, and that's just how I've always been. I mean, I would go to the store in a ball gown if I could. And and so I think you just really have to come to terms with who you are, and not concentrate so much on what other people think of you, because I think that when you you are worried about what other people think, that's when you're not confident in yourself. And so to build up that confidence, you you kind of need to like really look deep and be um, more aware of what you want. How do you want to look? How do you want to present yourself? What do you want? Because life is short. Like, why would you wear clothes that you don't want to wear? Why would you wear something that is not you? And yeah, and I think another thing, um, is body type. So my body type is a pear, 
I have wide hips, but a smaller waist and a smaller top. So, you know, dresses, they're my thing. I love them, but I also wear them because they're good for my body type. I wear a lot of fit and flare styles. And jeans, um, I can never find any that fit right because of my hips. Like, they're always too big in the waist. Or I just can't get them up past my hips. Like, <laughs> And so I think that you have to think about your body type and what would look good on you. And um, another way is to look at, like, um, some trends. Like, what are other people wearing? What are bloggers wearing? Bloggers that you, um, you like to read their blog or you like to follow them on Instagram. What are they wearing that you think would look good on you? And also invest in like classic pieces because you don't want like too many trendy things, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, true. One thing that someone said to me the other I don't even know when this was, but (laughs) they were saying that they did like a little Instagram purge where they decided just to follow um, people whose style they like who have similar body types to them because they were getting caught up in like, oh, I love her outfit, but then that would look terrible on me. So she was just like, I'm just only going to follow people who have the same body type as me. Yes. And I feel like that all the time, like all the pencil skirts and stuff, like, they just don't look the same on me as they look on other people. And I'm like, I wish I could. I mean, I could wear that. Like, of course I can. But, like, I just feel like I don't look like that when I wear it. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, so that was a fun little trick that I heard from her. So that was really cool. Yeah, that is really cool. I also think that when it comes to, you know, finding that confidence to wear whatever you want – A check-in that I like is, like, if I look at myself in the mirror and don't even think about where I'm going, do I feel like, this is awesome. I love this. I feel feel good. And if so, then that's just, like, your sign that who the F cares. (laughs) That is so true. Like, if I buy something and I put it on and I don't feel like a million bucks, it goes back. Like, yes, you, yeah, you have to feel good in what you wear. Because if you go out and you're like constantly tugging your skirt down oh, or you're like arms crossed because, you know, you're not, it's too tight on your stomach or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. You're just not comfortable in it. Like, don't wear it. Yeah. Just wear something that makes you feel beautiful and that makes you feel like you. Absolutely. And that's out there. I think, you know, even for a long time, I felt really discouraged shopping because I'd feel like I'd try things on and be like, okay, I guess this is okay. I guess Mm -hmm. I'll get it. And then my closet was full of things that I never wanted to wear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then now it's like literally like if I'm not like I want to go like I would wear this like on a date with like who got who even knows and like, (laughs) you know, feel like the best version of me. Like I'm not going to get it. Exactly. And I did a huge purge um, for my closet the other day, or not the other day, like a few months ago. And I took out like everything that just didn't make me feel like pretty or, you know, things like that. And now when I look at my closet, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I love everything. Like I could wear any of these, like there's sequins and there's sparkle and there's faux fur and there's like ruffles. Like it's just all me. And I think that you have to find those items you want. Um... I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> you have you have to find items that really make you feel beautiful in your own skin. Like it doesn't matter if you need to lose 15 pounds or you think you need to lose it. Like that doesn't matter because I know some people are like, oh, well, I can wear this when I'm thinner or, you know, something like that. But like, no, dress for 
who you are right now and wear what you want. Absolutely. Because you know what? Like, if it doesn't work six months from now, you can just put it on Poshmark and sell it, and it's great. (laughs) Like, all good. Yeah, (laughs) it's totally okay. (laughs) But it's, like, it really is that really exciting, kind of liberating feeling to open up your closet and be like, all of this would make me feel, like, amazing. Because a few years ago, I didn't feel like that. I felt Mm -hmm. like, who whose clothes are these? Like, these are my clothes. Right. And, and, you know, you don't have to go out and buy a whole new wardrobe because little by little over the past, like, five years or so, I've just been investing in more pieces that I feel like are me. And it doesn't matter if it's trendy then. Like, if I like it, I'm going to wear it, like, years later Mm -hmm. when it's not trendy because I like it. (laughs) Exactly. I love that. Do you think part of this, too, is, like, an age thing? Like, that we're not, like, 21 anymore? (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh, my birthday is next week, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, happy early birthday. Thank you. <laughs> I won't tell you how old I'll be, but <laughs> you can guess. <laughs> Y'all just go rewind and do the math on when she was talking about when she was going to college. <laughs> Get a little math exercise out of it. <laughs> Okay, so I like to wrap these up with a little lifestyle questions. So the first one is, what was your morning routine today? Okay, today was not a typical day. (laughs) So I stayed up until 3 a.m. editing pictures because when I start something, like, I have to finish it. (laughs) Same, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. And so I was like... You know, my eyes were, like, closing, but I'm like, oh, I'm almost done. (laughs) So, um... Woke up at 8 o'clock, slept in, (laughs) missed my yoga class, but it felt good to, like, get some sleep. And then I immediately, um, you know, just started doing my work, ate some breakfast, read some blogs, checked my emails, DMs, messages. Um, That takes forever. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, just caught up on my social media and all of my work and got my um, photos edited for, like, Instagram and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, so... It's funny because I this question used to be just what's your morning routine and uh-huh. I realized people were just giving me like the perfect versions of their morning routine. <laughs> so I changed it to today. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad that you shared that. I'm glad that like you because if not then we're all going to be so stressed out that we don't have the perfect morning, you yes. know. Yes. So like, you know, sometimes we're going to be up till 3 a.m. and sometimes we are going to skip yoga and exactly. that's okay. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Okay, there's always tomorrow. (laughs) Absolutely. I can light some candles and do my meditation. Yes. (laughs) And then the last question is, what is your favorite lifestyle hack or tip or trick? Okay, I have a couple. So I'm really petite. I am 4'11". And so jeans... I'm 5'1". You are? Ah! Yay! Yay! Shorties unite! Yes! (laughs) That's awesome. So, um, my jeans are always too long. And so instead of like cuffing them or, you know, paying to have them hemmed, I just roll them under. Yep. <laughs> do you do the same yes. thing? Okay, good. <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, I, I'm an adult. I need, I need to just go to a tailor. <laughs> I know, but then I'm like, but it's such no. a, because when you're so excited to buy a new pair and you want to wear it, you don't want to wait. Exactly. It's a and great tip. I just tip. keep doing it. I love it. <laughs> Yes. It's so good. 
Oh my gosh. I love that. um, The second one, I use um, BB cream under my foundation for like more coverage. And then I have this Michael Todd like blending brush. It's like a a makeup brush and it vibrates. And so it blends your makeup. Yes, it is. It is is a life changer. It is a life changer. It's awesome. (laughs) I need to Google this immediately. Yes. And I use it for like my blush and like all my contouring. And everyone's like always, um, they're asking me like, how is your makeup so flawless? Okay. It's because of that. (laughs) No way. Yes. It's awesome. That is so interesting. How did you find that? So I actually, um, I'm an ambassador for them. I okay. have done events for them and I've worked with them and they're really lovely. And I have like a few of their things, but that one is my favorite. I have two of them because I love it so much. <laughs> no way. That is so mm-hmm. interesting. Yes. Must try. <laughs> Gonna get on that after this. Because I'm, I was actually, th- I need new makeup brushes. I haven't bought makeup brushes since. Mm, 2009 oh wow <laughs> yeah like kind of ridiculous because I was like I they're they were like a nice Bobby Brown set and yeah. I you know like some, when you buy a set it's like it comes with half brushes that you don't use yes. at first so then now I'm like on the set the round of the ones that I never really used yeah but, I, I use that one for everything for my face oh that's awesome okay <laughs> gonna look into that all right well where can everyone find you Okay, um, you can find me at www.lizzieandlace.com and then Lizzie and Lace on Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest. <laughs> Perfect. Amazing. Well, thank you, Elizabeth. Yes, you're welcome. This is so fun. I know, you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Influencer Girl Lifestyle. Love this episode? Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. For show notes and free resources on living out your influencer lifestyle, head over to monicawoodhams.com forward slash podcast.